0: Welcome back to the Adam Gold Show on a day where the ACC touches the Pacific Coast Highway. Unbelievable, but very believable at the same time. We all saw this coming. You don't publicly flirt with Cal and Stanford and SMU and not ultimately, you know, go to dinner. I mean, it's just going to happen. Luke Decock of the News and Observer, who joins us on Friday's... Well, so the ACC uh, killed the league by saving it, saved the league by killing it. Does it really matter?
1: Destroyed the league in order to save it, Adam, is the phrase no. you're looking for. Uh, yeah, no, I think it does. I, I really believe, and I've said this all along, that the grant of rights um, and the, the network, um, that the ACC had actually created an infrastructure or foundation that allowed it to wait some of this out. And it had until about 2030 where it really had to start making difficult decisions. And instead, a number of these presidents got panicked by Florida State's saber rattling and the breakup of the Pac-12. They acted precipitously, um, and they did something that assures that when Florida State and Clemson and UNC now do leave, and they will, this assures it, this makes it 100%, it's gonna happen. There's no way to stop it now. Uh, that, that other schools will be left behind in the second tier league. Notre Dame's going to flee to. Um, it's just the short sightedness of this is just staggering to me. And they talk about hundreds of millions of dollars. It comes to less than 4 million per school per year. Every public school in the ACC spends in excess of a hundred million dollars on athletic. It's tip money. They threw nickels at Randy Woodson until he caved. Um,
0: I would argue that this was going to be an inevitability anyway that, Sitting, doing nothing was worse than doing something, even if this something is not all that much. I agree. It's not, this is not anywhere close to bridging the gap. I don't believe it was ever billed as bridging the gap. Florida State. Oh, it was. No, nobody, nobody, nobody in their right mind
1: thinks that this was bridging the gap. Here's the explanation that I was given. Right. And I'll tell you this right now. This is from inside the ACC. Mm -hmm. The presidents have asked us to close the revenue gap. And this does that. That's 100%. No, it doesn't. Nobody, nobody's going to believe that. Would you listen to me, please? This is what I was told. I'm not telling you it's true. No, no, I'm telling you, this is how it was pitched to the presidents and they bought it. All right. But we're being
0: told also that this is a good idea. And we all know that it's not a good idea. So we can challenge that. And, they, so my- and we know that they don't believe this is going to close the revenue gap. The revenue gap is going to be $50 million between the SEC and the ACC and the yeah, Big no, Ten and the Adam, ACC. Yes,
1: you you and I agree on that. That's, and there's no doubt about it. What I'm telling you is what the people who run the league talked themselves into. And it's ludicrous. And they made a terrible short-sighted decision when they didn't have to act. And now they're going to have to sort through the wreckage for the next five or six years and then they're going to be stuck in a second tier league of their own devising.
0: Right. Again, that's happened. That would that would have happened either way. I think sitting sitting by and doing nothing was worse than doing something. Um, it, look, I want to hear Jim Phillips, and I know Jim Phillips is going to hold immediate availability. Uh, it's kind of offline for most people, but uh, I know we're going to monitor it here. I know you're going to go and uh, participate in it uh, as well. I want to hear Jim Phillips from his own mouth say that this will close the revenue gap because the revenue gap is going to be... You, you, we're not even closing it by adding Notre Dame to as a full-time member if they ever did that. We're not getting yeah. to the money that the Big Ten no. and the SEC and smart people recognize that. So I don't believe for a second that Jim Phillips is going to say that out loud, that we are closing the I, revenue gap.
1: I will wager you one American dollar that he says something like, the president's asked us to address the revenue gap, and this does that. Now, you and I both know this addresses about an eighth of the revenue gap. Or less. And it's tip money. It's, it's, it's oh. insignificant. But that I'm telling you, this is what the spin is going to be. This is what they have talked themselves into in their little cloistered offices in Charlotte now, not Greensboro. And – and it's just it's the, the the lack of leadership here. I don't necessarily blame Jim Phillips. He's trying to do what his mm-hmm. bosses are telling him to do. But when you're taking orders from the presidents of Notre Dame and Syracuse, who have the two loudest voices in the room, you end up with a conference run like Notre Dame and Syracuse. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's holding them up as case studies.
0: Well, Notre Dame's vote really didn't matter. They just they they would have needed if Notre Dame well, didn't no, have a vote on this. They...
1: pushed this harder than Notre Dame which is a 20% member of a conference that it's pushing to do something it doesn't want to do. Uh, Don't Mm -hmm. get me started on Notre Dame. I don't know why the ACC is listening to Notre Dame at this point. As I wrote, you can't blame Notre Dame for trying to push the ACC to doing things that hurts, hurt the ACC. Just like you can't blame a raccoon for going through your trash, but it's your fault you didn't lock oh, the cans.
0: I I blame I blame the raccoons all the time. Luke Dukak of the News and Observer is joining <laughs> us here. I know I've, I've 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 had raccoon
1: hater Adam I've had
0: it out for uh for the raccoons. Uh here's the thing. I don't I it's not that I, I think that the ACC did a good thing here, but I do think that they added money. And we were looking for any money. We're putting uh, games on in movie theaters uh, for maybe there's a dollar uh, there. Whatever. It's, a, it's a, That's not going to hurt anybody. Um, I wish it wasn't for all sports. I wish it was just a football deal because I do fear that, once again, we are going to punish the athletes uh, for the desire to find more money. But here's where I come on uh, in, in terms of this issue. I think this ended a long time ago. I think the notion that we were headed anywhere but where we are headed right now—that happened. That ended eight years ago. Uh, The when the SEC, why did the SEC add Missouri? It wasn't because Missouri played good football. Oh, they got St. Louis and Kansas City. I got two cities. We'd love to. We'd love to be all over the state of Missouri and especially in those in those two cities. Right? They didn't. They don't need. They didn't need Missouri. They added Texas A&M, and and, and Texas A&M joined because they wanted to separate from Texas. And as soon as they could, they screwed Texas A&M. We are headed for a, a time that has no bearing to what we have now or what we had 10 years ago. And it's inevitable that we'll have two leagues. They'll all be in one entity be in two conferences, the SEC and the Big Ten, and it'll just look just like the NFL. And there was nothing that anybody could have done to stop well,
1: it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, although I would point out that the SEC added Missouri to get the, those two television markets at a time when television markets mattered. They don't in 2023. Right. I agree. Uh, so, so that's so that logic has changed. I mean, you're not you're adding SMU and the and the Bay Area teams is not going to get you any additional network revenue. I mean, you can't even watch ESPN in those markets right now, right? Why? Um, because, of the, the, <laughs> I've a, because I've got of a I've got a I've got a TV screen on
0: in front of me that says we offer Disney a fair deal, yet they are demanding an excessive increase. Right. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so, like, it just underlines how stupid it is to act rashly and irreversibly right now, given how in flux the situation is. And my argument is. This, some of this may be inevitable true but you had bought yourself the time to wait some of this out and ride it out I, I think there's a How good does this change it though these, well once you've added these schools you're in a much worse bargaining position they don't add anything they make you worse competitively it's a it's a disaster for everything traditionally that you care about the ACC in terms of being good at football or being good at men's basketball. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything to help any of those issues. It's a short-term panic move to add some limited revenue from ESPN and mm-hmm. placate presidents who saw the Big Twelve Act and wanted the ACC to do something. The smart move here was to do nothing at all, not now. But you bought yourself time. Use it. Again, I. D- I don't think this makes the ACC
0: any worse. Than it was. I think it does make them money, small amounts of money. It makes them money, and ultimately, it might not matter anyway. We talked to Irish Chaffel from WarChant.com. Says Florida State's going to lead the league in two years anyway. Uh, the league is dying. I don't know it. It might. It might die. The Pac twelve died. Maybe with the ACC should just call themselves the Pac eighteen now. I don't know. It doesn't really matter anyway, uh, since it's all about college football as a TV product. Uh, but I just. I think sitting, standing pat was worse than trying something, even though this is obviously not awesome. And I'd also think that the ACC – college conferences are not really college conferences anymore. They're corporate entities. They're money-making machines, and that's,
1: what, that's where we are. That, that's fine, and even if you felt like it was absolutely imperative for the ACC to act, they still went out and added three schools that nobody else wanted. I mean, either of the other conferences could have taken Cal and Stanford when they were picking over the bones of the Pac-12, right. and nobody wanted them. I agree. Right? With you. Like they're literally, this is a buy one get two free deal at Food Lion yeah. for irrelevant football programs. It's just you're 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 shopping at TJ Max and trying to tell us we're eating dinner at Morton's. It's 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 a complete load of it.
0: I would never eat at it. TJ Max. No offense to the folks at TJ Max, I would never eat there. Um, would would you have? Would it be different if? if it were Memphis and Tulane versus Cal and Stanford?
1: It's a, it's a really good question, uh, and, 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 I, and I would, I would say would, would I feel differently if it was Navy and Tulane, and the answer is ah. probably. But, but here's – look, think about it. If college football is all that matters, adding Navy buys you half of a better college football property than anything the ACC has right now. Army-Navy moves units. It is a huge yeah. deal. and and you could have bought yourself half of that. Uh, No, I mean, I think that's a great example. Your question is exactly a great example of why it would make sense to wait. You're acting now because these schools are sitting on the bargain basement table at 80% off, 90% off. If you use the leverage that you have over the next five to six years, you can make the smart decision and add schools that actually help you. Navy helps you because they bring the RV-Navy game. Tulane might help you. I don't think Memphis but you also might be in a situation in five years where the big 12 schools are looking to get out. And then you have your pick of them. There's a million options that you foreclose yourself out from by doing this taking this very, it's the ACC's best bad idea and acting now from a position of weakness Hurts you a lot more than waiting and acting from a position of strength would.
0: Something that you, as an Everton supporter, will understand. I think we're headed for a college football world that includes promotion and relegation. By the way, Cal... Uh, and Stanford are both top twenty institutions according to U.S. News and World Report. Stanford is Jesus fourth. Cal is,
1: <laughs> Cal, I, I know Wait, nobody honestly, cares. Adam, you can't sit here and tell me we have a football super league and then read no, the no, US, no, no. USA Today <laughs> rankings to me. They're it's irrelevant. It's like what the temperature is. It's it's, it's, just, uh, the, it's and pitch. the weather. By the residents want a hobnob. Come on, with their the, highfalutin peers. The That's weather the in San period. Francisco is fantastic. <laughs> All right, here,
0: look. It is what it is at this point. Luke Decock
1: of the the News and Observer, man. Uh, Talk to you later. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see what Jim Phillips says. You may owe me a dollar.
0: I I'll be. I'll write you a check. (laughs) I'm not sure that'll clear. I no, 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 it might for a dollar. I I can cover a dollar. All right, right, take care, Luke Decock of the News and Observer here on the Adam Gold Show. Hey, look, at some point, we we have tiebreakers all over sports. Right, at some point. Quiz Bowl will be the tiebreaker. Stanford is fourth. This is U.S. News and World Report, not USA Today. Uh, Stanford is fourth. Duke is 10th. Notre Dame in the league, 19th. Cal, 20th. Two top 20 institutions, academic institutions. UVA is 28th. North Carolina is 30th. Wake Forest is 31st. Boston College, thirty Eight of the top 36 schools in the United States, academic institutions in the United States of America. That's what it's all about. It's college sports, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I know. I did that on purpose. The whole thing's a joke. Um, As I said before, I don't even know, and I know Jim Phillips is going to talk in a little bit, and we'll try to uh, cull some things from it and present them to you later. I don't look at this. As a good day, and if I were able to talk to Jim Phillips, I would, I would ask him how how do you how do you characterize today? Because it doesn't feel like a good day. Did you do something nice for others? Yes, you did. You gave Stanford and Cal as soft a landing as they were going to get, you provided a warm bed for Southern Methodist. It remains to be seen whether or not this makes the ACC better. I don't think anybody can sit here and say definitively that it doesn't. But everybody has their mind made up, and I understand why. But I'm not sure that that's the right answer. But I do think that doing nothing was the worst of all the options. Because I recall being watching the ACC get criticized for doing nothing. So it almost was like you can't win. Could the ACC have added Memphis? Could they added Tulane? Uh, could they have added Navy? Look. I have been advocating for years that Navy be, be a member of the league because Navy might be a better conduit to Notre Dame. Anyway, it's just where the whole thing is. Uh, the league got bigger. I don't know it got better. It did create more money. And that would be it would be foolish to deny that and there's no way that the league is going to try to sell this as gap gap has been bridged because we're all smart enough to know the numbers are public the gap is too big to bridge just with an even if you handed even if you cut the additional money in half between florida state and clemson you have not bridged the gap. One other thing about this, and then we'll do a halftime. The notion that by NC State changing their vote from no to yes. Remember last week in a straw poll, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, North Carolina State, were all no's. The notion that NC State, breaking away from unc and voting yes was somehow going to oh well nc state's going to be left out when north carolina leaves as though it was up to north carolina hey you can't take us unless you take my friend here like no it was never up to north carolina it will be up to politicians I, don't, I just don't know where we get that mindset. It was not going to be up to the Tar Heels to decide NC State's fate. It was going to be up to the people who either approve or disapprove of these types of things. And honestly, it's always going to be every school for itself. Just like it's every conference for itself. Remember what Mike Krzyzewski said uh, two days ago? I think it was two days ago in Chicago. We need leadership. The conference commissioners are are competing against one another. It's exactly what's happening. If you go back over the last several years, every single time the conference commissioners have gotten together to in theory band together, remember the alliance? At first opportunity, one will stab the other in the back. Let me and this is the last thing I'll say about this particular issue. Go back to the pandemic. The five conference commissioners met during, at the very beginning, what to do, what to do, what to do. And they decided, let's wait. Let's wait a couple of weeks and see where we are. This is like mid, late summer as we're getting into August. Let's just wait. We'll see see where we are in a couple of weeks. They had not made a decision on whether or not to play. And the Big Ten, the next day, we are not playing. Figuring they were going to take the high road. And the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 all said, hmm, we're going to wait. We might play. We don't know yet. We might play. And the Pac-12, because they do everything the Big Ten wants, or did until they died, the Pac-12, yeah, we're not playing either. Well, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 played. And I'm not saying that was the right decision to play, but they played and they were going to be on TV. And then about eight weeks later, the Big 10 and the Pac 12 were like, yeah, we should play because they saw TV dollars leaving. So the Big 10 went from moral high ground, we're going to consider the safety of our athletes to going, huh, those other leagues are making money while well, we're not. Again. There is no honor among thieves, and that's the way the conferences operate these days.